The one thing that had me absolutely dying was the Greg Cody and the movies. Like I had to pull over because I was about to crash because I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I did the same thing. I parked early at work. I, I was just like rolling into the parking lot when he just started, like when the Morgan Freeman one came up in particular. And then Mike was just like, oh my God, like this is potential like for us to get in like some serious trouble here. Yeah. But the way Mike played that in general was so good. Yeah. I, I had to park early because I was laughing so hard too. That's definitely a top moment of the year nominee right there. So we- I, I- is there a suey category for that? Like, it's not a revelation. It's not. Well, it could just be best story, right? Could be. I mean, Greg, it, it, it could Greg be a confusing. best revelation. Greg doesn't know movies. That segment uh, reminded me of like when they were in ESPN and I would check Twitter and whatever they were doing on the show was already a Twitter topic and they were retweeting yes. it or other or other mutual show fans were talking about it and I had no clue. And then I hear it and I'm like, oh, this is why they're talking about Morgan Freeman, you know, <laughs> the, the show people. And it's like, because it doesn't make sense. Like, I have no context whatsoever. And then I listen and it's like, oh, my gosh, so it's like so a- good. You know, it'd be a great Suey category this year is look at me, Louis of the year. Ooh, oh, yeah. honestly, corn. If I wish the Greg Cody pod was affiliated with the show, I mean, like, you know, part of the network because Tony Kornheiser, look at me, Louie. If you listen to his appearance on the Greg Cody show, major look at me, Lou. I was like, okay, we got it. You golf with presidents. We get it. Yeah. yeah. But I agree. That'd be a great, uh, great Suey category. How many presidents has he golfed with? Three, right? Three mm-hmm. George W. Clinton it, and Obama. Three. Yeah, he's at yeah. three. Could be more. Could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hey guys, welcome to Post Post Game Show. This is at Beep Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Jeanette in Southern California, Pal in Southern California, and we also have Stupak up in Detroit City. What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey, Beep. How's it going? Good. What a wonderful day we're having here in Southern California. You know, weather's okay. A little cold. A little cold underneath the fifty degrees. You know, you're in the Ooh. shade. A little bird city up in here. Okay. Yeah, we uh we got some snow up here at my house the the past couple of days. A little bit of flurries, mm. little uh, little flurry me. there, but nothing's actually sticking. So, kind of disappointed. Weather talk, walk, walking it. All right, so I had a I had a lopic that I'll get us uh going with here. What TV show makes you the hungriest? For me, it's mm. Bar Rescue. Every time they're remaking the kitchen, like it, it, like for example, one show that doesn't make me hungry is uh, Queer Eye, because he <laughs> o- he he only shows them how to make finger foods. Like when he's like remake when they're like these men are getting their their like whole lives remade and then they have like the chef guy come up. Like he literally just shows them how to make appetizers, and I'm like, doesn't make me hungry. Bar Rescue makes me hungry every time. 
makes me like either crave a burger or some barbecue. That show is constantly making me hungry. It's a terrible show to watch with a, with an empty stomach. Um, what say you guys? Triple D for me. D- easy. Just tri- yeah, it's just tri- triple D. You know, we're had we're had not looking for the nation's best diners, drive-ins, and dives. So for me, I guess my answer is a little bit different because maybe this is just a condition that I only have, or maybe there are others that also have this, but for some reason, cartoon foods always look more appetizing than their real life counterpart. So if I'm watching SpongeBob, I'm all about the Krabby Patty. If I'm watching the Simpsons, whatever Homer is chowing down on always looks mega delicious. So for me, cartoon foods get me super hungry. Did you guys? Hell yeah. So we're all kind of like of the same like generation or age group. So you guys remember the cartoon Pepper Ann? Mm-hmm. Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann. Can't say I do. So, <laughs> so one of their things, they would go to like this pizza joint and it was like the cheesiest pizza. They would like pull it apart and that cheese was like, six feet long and then they would eat it and i'm always like man imagine getting that slice of pizza you just pull it apart and you see like the cheese like you know from the cuts like and then you eat it that's like the stuff because i know it's like maybe in my own life i may never experience that so just to see it in cartoon form it just gets me it's like oh so good i'm envious of cartoon characters here (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I would love to have a Hank Hill ham. Actually, King of the Hill does make me want burgers, typically. The way he grills them up, I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. And there's nothing on it, too. It, it always just look like looks like it's just burger, like bun, meat, and then that's, that's all he needs. And I'll, I'll take it. I'll eat it, too. But uh, the Ninja Turtles, the like the early 90s animated series... Also, really good animated pizza with the dripping cheeses. That's a, that's what your your cheeses on pepperoni made me think of too. Kind of looks like yeah. the uh, the Leaning Tower of Cheese from Goof Goof Troop or Goofy. I was yeah. also thinking about that too. Yeah. I was like, that's that also makes me hungry every time I see that. Do you the, have an uh, impression on, on deck, beep from that? No, I got the Leaning Tower of Cheese, buddy. Not my best. Not my best. You're, In the chat, Stu Pock said uh, Chef Ramsey always gets him hungry. And I can, I can Ooh, agree with that. Are we talking some MasterChef Junior? Because MasterChef Junior makes me very hungry. Because they make simple foods. And like the regular MasterChef, also good. But the foods they're making, I'm like, I ain't having that typically. The kids' version, I'm like, okay. I could see myself eating some of these foods. Yeah, I don't like... I think part of it too for me is like why cooking shows don't, especially like the cooking competitions don't always like, like I don't always feel compelled or like hungry by what they're making. Um, maybe it's because I can't smell it. Cause you know, that sen- that part of the sensory just makes it that much better. Like they've talked about it on the show. There are certain smells. It's like you like the smell better than eating the food. So the fact that I can't smell it, I think, is a drawback for me because if I could smell, you know, raviolis or sauces or 
proteins on the being cooked, I would be so much like all in on that so much more. But yet I still want that Krabby Patty. (laughs) I do want a Krabby Patty too. That always, it makes me either want to get like the habit or we have this place called like legends burgers around here and like Krabby Patties make me crave like those two specific places. So sometimes like I'll, I want to go there. Um, but the, you talking about smell reminded me that like one of the best parts about in and out is the smell, like just from like, you know, if you're within close proximity, um, that goes with the taste, I would say that they, they, they both hold up to each other. I don't know. Just a little side note in there. That's just the smell of the potatoes. That's all it is. Potate me. Consider me a potato because those things smell <laughs> real good. Uh, I did have another one, and it was kind of like what's one of the funniest misunderstandings like you or your friends have had, and this kind of deals with what happened with Stan Van Gundy today. Did you guys see what happened with Stan Van Gundy? No, what, what happened? He... Uh, he had tweeted out just something about like players needing like a strength trainer and everything. And then, um, Kevin Durant, like, like replied to him straight spitting. And then, uh, and then Stan replied back like, no, 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 no. I'm not critiquing players here. Like all the, like getting really defensive. And then Kevin Durant responded to him. I was agreeing with you, LOL. And then somebody responded to him saying, spitting means speaking facts stan and then stan responded with had no idea (laughs) so uh i was thinking about like if there's any kind of like oh god honestly it's so good and they're gonna they talked a little bit about that tweet today on the show but it got even better with all the other information that happened so i'm like curious to see what else unfolds from that but it reminded me of like this one misunderstanding i had in in an old group chat with an old group of friends where like two brothers that happened to be in the chat were like both out on the town and like we're both single men, you know, so they like they were both like happened to to get a little lucky. So they're all just kind of telling each other to be safe. And the older brother had said essentially like you too little like you too little bro. But the younger brother thought he was saying like you too little comma bro. Like as in small, like you too, like you're too small, but he was just saying like, be safe too. And it just started this whole fight and just a really big misunderstanding, but it was just, but like once everybody kind of realized that what the misunderstanding was of like, oh, you too little bro. Like laughed and, you know, made up had a good time. Wait a minute. The response back is you too little. No, bro. That's not misinterpreted. Like, yeah. Be cool. You be cool too. Like, no, bro, you too little as a response. Why you going out with some girls is a uh a reason for self-defense. <laughs> no, 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 because it's his younger brother though. So he was saying, like, you too, little bro. Like he calls him like little bro. So it's it wasn't even like a like a thing. It was yeah, just like, hey man, be, because he told him to be he already told him to be good. Always gonna be different. Oh, uh, it was it was it was hilarious though. We had a good time in the chat once everybody kind of realized where the misunderstanding was. Well, Crispy had one in the chat uh, the other day, and he thought the saying was, "Does the carpet match the floors?" Oh my god, I missed that. I haven't been. In, I haven't been in the main chat for a couple of days. I left as a joke, and I haven't been added. <laughs> back. 
Pamo wanted me to uh, to highlight that one here tonight. So salute to Pam. Salute to sleep. Speaking of sleep, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog snoring in the background. And I need to get him to wake up. Hold on. Jeanette, do you have any uh, misunderstandings? I can't really think of many. I'm pretty sure that they've happened and maybe like, you know, like at work when people are trying to like learn new, you know, lingo or, you know, shortcuts like that and they don't know. They're just like learning. Um, I've, I know I've, it's happened to me, especially like in talking with, communicating with younger people and the new slang that they have. And it's like trying to use context clues as to what these terms mean. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes if somebody writes something in a, in a group chat and I have no idea what it means, I'll wait for the other younger people to kind of like comment along or move the comment along. So then I can just be like, oh, okay. And then if I really don't get it, I'll just like message pow on the side and be like, what does this mean? So I'm like, oh, okay, that's just me being old now. Oh, man. So I just of- practice, uh, you know, it's, what's that saying? It's better to keep quiet than to appear a fool or whatever. So that's that's my whole thing. And I'm just... and. Sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? It's just not for me. I don't care. <laughs> I've had I've had some I'm trying to like think what moments I've had recently where I'm like, I have no idea what this is that these kids are trying to like explain to me in any way. Uh but like you know how you said you do message me on the side when you like ask me certain things? I do know certain things and like when I like taught high school over some for the summer and like knowing some of the slang. I also know when it's incredibly awkward to use the slang. So, you know, some cringe humor here and there, not like problematic humor or anything. I'm just saying like, um, just saying things like it'd be like that, you know, but at really terrible, terrible times. So, but them mutes, right? Great Cody knows. Salute Great Cody. Salute Great Cody. <laughs> Are we actually ever going to get another back in my day from him? Do you think next week to Tuesday? This Tuesday was like a Monday. I, I agree. I don't think we're ever going to get another. Well, okay. Let, let me, let me backtrack here. I don't think we're going to get one for at least four more weeks. Ooh, doing a little over under. Okay. Hold on. Let me write this down. I, I have my, that down. Oh, I, I just unclicked the pen. Okay, so you have four weeks. I, so I think you, I think if we set the line at at four and a half weeks, I'll take the over. Okay, he's taking the beeps got the over. Okay, so okay, Jeanette. Um, no, I don't. I don't have like um. I think this is like a like I don't want to like do what is the the TV show Price is Right. I don't want to do like a dollar over or bet a mm-hmm. dollar and just be a jerk. But I will say, you know how a couple of weeks ago he told them how um, for Christmas, Erlene got him the new wallet. So he had to, she made sure to toss out the old wallet yeah, so that he wouldn't keep it. I thought the buildup of that story was that like he buried it next to his shoe. I thought that's where <laughs> that story was going to go. But I think that's also why Erlene 
herself tossed the goddamn wallet because otherwise it would have ended up in a hole in her backyard next to that shoe. Can I just say salute to <laughs> and- Bill Fold? Yeah, absolutely. Shout shout oh. out Bill Fold. And you know what? Speaking of second week, we've had the they, wallet talk. Audio they, they were so they were talking earlier this week or or maybe today about the the algorithm and your phones listening and stuff like that. After our conversation last week about Bill Fold and his and his son Ben who took over the wallet company, my algorithm, my ads have been wallets nonstop, and I haven't searched for a wallet in ten or fifteen years. So yeah, they are absolutely listening. Ooh, what what other appliances do you, like? What do you think lighters like? Was there like a, you know, a lighter? Out. <laughs> <laughs> Real flame blower. <laughs> Chooch. You can scoot. <laughs> We're talking baseball, fool. I mean, he he could scoot. Yeah, you got to still home somehow. He was a pitcher, though. Mm. Although his his son, I think, is going to be a much better pitcher than than Al was. Jack. Yeah, Jack Leiter. It sounds like a made up name, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! So nobody's seen the TikToks of the people. Taking birds apart and seeing they have microphones and all that in them. Fake wait, birds wait, wait. wait, what? The fake birds, the fake mosquitoes, all that. Like, just like the no, road. No, so no, you no, ain't no. seen the robot dogs and then that? Pam has been telling us about this for, for at least over a year now. I think the first LTC no. I came on, she, t- she talked about government drones and birds. Yeah, but no, they got the robot dogs that everybody know about. But, oh yeah, the ones that like do like backflips and whatnot. I mean, they can kill you. Yeah, I don't know about the backflips. Hmm. Well, that that company, Boston Dynamics, they they have the the robot dogs, and I guess they're training those to, you know, be in like police forces on, and stuff wait. like that. All right. Why do we just want to kill again. ourselves? Wait, hold on. Pause. Time out. Say it again, B. So th- there's a company called Boston Dynamics, and they no, have no, no, no. Rob- robot dogs. Keep going. And they basically are are training these AI All right, robots pause. to be. All right, stop right. No, stop right there. How do you train a robot? Don't you program code? robots? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. code. Yeah. So how do you train a robot? You enter in code. It already you know programmed. Listen, it's already programmed. But, but machine machine learning though. Muscle so, memory. See, hey man. Some reps. Yeah, this was um Stupak. This was something that was actually approved by like the San Francisco Police Department, and they were gonna deploy these robot, you know, killing dogs as part of like their police force when they're out patrolling the uh the streets and stuff. And the city, the the people in San Francisco were like, "Wait a minute, you're just gonna let these things, like, even though they're with." trained officers like you know just be out there and it's like indiscriminately may or may not kill people no we have objections so they had to roll uh, wait 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 a minute that's exactly what we've been doing since 2006 since the towers hit 
That's what we've been doing is drone strikes, computer. So it's not like we haven't been doing it. Now they bring it to the United States because we've been doing that type of stuff. So it ain't a difference. Now they bring it here. I just, you know, sometimes we're gifted with hindsight in the form of movies. Okay. I think Terminator, I think Terminator has taught us so much. That you don't, we don't need all these robots and everything because they're gonna, they're gonna turn on us. Like all of these things, they're gonna turn on us at some point. The well, maybe the, you know what? Maybe if the robot dogs turn on the cops, it's not such a bad thing. So, I guess you can make the best of a little situation. But James Cameron told us what happens when you create, you know, robots already. So, I saw that one that they posted. On the on the Levitard account that was like pushing over boxes and like tossing this background and I'm just like, okay. Speaking of look at me, Louis, you know what I mean? <laughs> like save that for me and my workout vids. Okay, I don't need to see it with this robot. Hey, the robots ain't out here playing, yo. Like no, they're not. This. And they're gonna start getting more vicious and they're gonna start getting a mind of their own and they're screw programming. That, that's you, the you think they about. don't have a mind of their own already? Like they can. See what we want. They know what we want. They know our algorithm. So they have intelligence because they can just see all of that. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. But the whole thing is now, not even that, not even the Google robots. You made a whole nother different robot to be an army and police robot. So you made a killer robot. Yeah. And what if like Tesla makes them and there's like bombs walking around everywhere? It's a difference when you went to try to get all our information and sell us stuff. Now you made a robot to come and kill us. Now that's the whole difference. But you know what? I think we have the secret weapon that'll that'll um, stump these robots. They'll get a mind of their own. They'll want to start firing off sports takes, and they're just going to be met with stugots and a simple eh, and they're just going to malfunction and explode. <laughs> and that's what's going to end up saving us in the end. He's going to be a true hero. <laughs> Hey, all the robots got to do is cut off the Wi-Fi and have the people who kill themselves. Stubots? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's not even him hitting them with the how about that or anything like that. It's like your assignment is to just keep all of these sports, his sports takes straight. And as soon as he starts contradicting himself, or he starts playing both sides, he's going to be like, poof, up in the air, up in smoke. Uh, no. Stu Goss is the type of people the robots will love because all they got to do is <laughs> let him golf and he'll do whatever they say. Like, yeah, we'll have your wife do this and your kids do that. And you can go off and he would be like, oh, all right, word. I got to do, all right, word. They'll fix like, his swing do- and just let him onto Augusta and he'll be fine. Man, he'll do everything they say just to go golfing. On second thought, we're screwed. We're not saved. <laughs> and here comes Mike Ryan to make his 600-foot shot to save humanity. No, hey. In some listen. hot pink uh, golf pants. Put some listen. pasties on. Listen, listen, listen. They're going to let Stu guys get a golf swing. They're going to give Stephen A. Smith a jump shot. And they're going to let Skip Bayless dunk. They rule the world in a sports take atmosphere, bro. Like I'm telling you, they take over. I would like. I would rather have Kirchum taking that free throw shot, though. 
if Kershaw can dunk, it'll be crazy. They got to give him a spur way up hot. So Vince Carter dunking a belly. I think this was 20 years ago. I think so. There's enough competitive edge in Kirching, you know? Tommy. Timmy, so I Timmy. do have a question. Timbo. Is the Bills Mafia really the worst fan base to annoy? No. Is it? No? Nope. Uh, yeah, I didn't no, not, think not so. Not even close. It's, it's, it's a Cowboys fan. I, it's a it's a Cowboys fan, and, and you know, pal, sp- speaking as 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 one, Jason, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, Cowboys fan adjacent. I can tell you that the Cowboys fan base is the most annoying, self righteous fan base in the entire world. Ooh, we're in the entire by, world. We're surrounded by Raiders fans though, and they had a, like a string of not, like fifteen not, not even really close. terrible not, years. Not, not even close. Not even close. Hmm. A, a close yeah, second would think, be Red Sox fans. Because close I think, third is a Yankee fan. No, no, think, no. See, number one is a New York fan. Period. Because people yeah. from New York have a certain arrogance about them. About everybody wants to copy them when nobody really pays attention to you. Jets and Mets like, fans. Yeah, you have all the time zone and all of that. Yada yada yada. You got the record labels. Like nobody really cares about New York except for New York. I was going to say 76er fans are bad. No, no, no. New York people are the worst, bro, because they think everybody's trying to copy them when they steal they style from somebody else. Yeah, actually. They prove it in the rap game because they swore they was the rap game and not, oh, the South got hot and what they do? Go steal the South style. Y'all a bunch of biters for real, bro. Like, I always had to be for New York because y'all always think somebody's trying to copy you and nobody pays attention to you for real. Y'all get a lot of stuff. Cool. Y'all on the East Coast. That's about it. Y'all get the fashion first. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Tim's. But then y'all might copy the fashion. Like all the glasses and the Cartiers, that come from Detroit. That ain't come from nowhere else, but everybody else wearing it. Like, so you a copycat, bro. New York's the worst. Continue. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they won that one playoff game and absolutely went nuts. If you want me to fire this away, beep, just let me know. I put I put something in the chat there for us. No, the worst is they beat Brady. That's what made it the worst. I really wish, and not even a Brady fan like that, but I wish they never read the Patriots either time. Like that's what really makes the worst. New York should have been trash because that's what but, make Eli good. Eli ain't never been to the playoffs but them couple times. He's been to the playoffs like three times, bro, in 15 years. He trashed, but he won two Super Bowls. But we, are we really trying to give Brady fans and, and Patriot fans like Steve Arduini nine rings? Mm. Mm, yeah. Maybe if he had those nine rings, he wouldn't have gotten divorced. Hold on, wait a minute. Uh, that was selfish, and because she was with this dude so quick, man, that made me skeptical. Like, I feel like that's kind of cold. And they'd be like, "Oh, you misogynistic." No, hold on, wait a minute. They'd be like, "Uh, he, she want to do this, she want to do that." Now this the dude she with. Come on, bro. Like, how much time was she really spending with that guy a week? It's a fair point. 
I'm just glad they can go be, a, you know, hot people on their own. Good for them. No, 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 bro. He out here working hard, trying to win scary. Super Bowls. And she out here scary. doing Tybo with this dude. You know what I mean? Like, I pay for my kids. I do this. Like, he do everything, yo. He work hard as hell. So you know he ain't cheating. So that ain't the problem. <laughs> like, so he's a faithful husband. If Tom Brady can't I keep mean, this wife, I'm supposed to have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always like that when there's always like whenever like a so major celebrity couple like doesn't make it. It's mm. always you know, like when it was um J Lo and A Rod and it's like if they can't make it, what about the rest of us? To be fair, she, she's wait. not making it with anyone. This is a difference, though. You know Tom Brady only worked. Like, he's a dedicated person. So if I married you and I play football, how dedicated I am to football or outside of football, then I'm that dedicated to you. So that's the whole point. It ain't like, oh, this or no, bro. He's this type of person. Like, he has a certain demeanor. It's not like everybody else's demeanor. Like, oh, maybe Bezos might be doing whatever. Everybody else might want to party. No, Brady ain't party. He trying to run routes in the summer. All his Are life we- is about football and family. So that's the whole point about that. I saw him on that boat last year celebrating that that Super Bowl. He knows how to party. Yes, he does. He does know how yeah, to party. He, he does know how to party. Because he's a... Uh, He's very comfortable showing up and showing off the rings and, you know, enjoying, oh, gosh, this is all for me. He plays that angle, but he enjoys the attention that he gets from that. It's just like, what was the breaking point of he can't, ba- they can't balance it anymore. Not nah, everybody. We don't, we don't know that. Wait, though. No. Everybody going to clown these players for these documentaries. And that's why Jordan drops his. Because you see where he was crying at? Because he like, everybody say I'm this. Everybody say I'm that. But you ain't never won shit. Like, that's the whole, like, so for you, that's the whole thing. Like, Jordan be like, oh, people say I'm this. People, no, nah, bro, you ain't won nothing. I win. Brady the same way, bro. I win. So you can say this and say that about me, but I ain't cheating on my wife. I ain't beating on my wife. And I'm getting this money so I can pay for what I need to pay for. It don't matter if Giselle was a model or she was broke as hell. So that's the whole point about that. Like, he do his thing. Yeah, now he's going to be doing it at home from the couch. Cowboys adjacent. More like the Cowboys. Am I right, Beep? No. No. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Same note, too, bro. Hey, so Brady go to Miami. You flip Tua to the Jets for a couple picks in the future. How crazy is that? And they get Gronk back. I don't know if Gronk's ever actually going to come back. He he seems to be having a really good time not playing football. Bro, I would bring Gronk back for six weeks, like the playoffs and two weeks before that. <laughs> They're going to get the kettle prong the rest back of out. The time. They're going to get that kettle prong back out and just <laughs> get him back on the field. Tom's going to be like, you owe me a couple more tutties. 
And they'll just be partying in Miami a lot, you know? They'll hit that Six Flags song. But like a remix version of it. Just they have that vibe. That vibe about them. Are you are you looking up uh, odds about where else he could go be potentially? Yeah, a lot less or Los Angeles. Uh, Oakland is is still up in the mix. That's um, a fine Las Vegas. Shit. It is. <laughs> I, okay, no, 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 no. To, 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 to be fair, I don't watch football. I, I, I'm exempt from that one. But, Look, but I feel like I feel that's like where you Las spin Vegas. it and you say I'm you talking about the A's. You don't have Las a Vegas is yeah. Well, first, oh, uh, first, okay. Peek behind the curtain. At first, I was going to call them the Los Angeles Raiders. Second, I was going to call them the Oakland Raiders, which I did call them the Oakland Raiders. Which clearly I meant the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Clearly. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Raiders overrated. It's like Dolphins, 49ers, type, like them type of teams. Yo, Jets. Like it, and then if he goes to the Jets, like the Jets is really the underdog. Because he can go to the Jets and kill the Patriots twice a year. Like that's the sleeper. Like, don't sleep on him going back to kill Belichick at 50, yo. Don't sleep on that. That's what they should do instead of the Pro Bowl. It's like American Gladiators, but it's just them two. Tom is Tom is running the course, and Belichick has, like, that foam gun and is trying yeah. to knock him off all the obstacles. Just shooting tennis but, balls at him. But Belichick has or to wear the footballs. spandex. Listen, the spandex. I, need, I need $2 million to an overseas account, non-taxable. All right? B, you get with somebody, I would preferably say Juju. Then you get with DraftKings. And then you tell them, instead of the Pro Bowl, forget all that. They have a million-dollar three-point shootout with the football players and then a million-dollar dunk contest with the uh, football players. Where they get the money, and then you can have the odds betting on who win, and it goes, and then they put a million dollars to whoever betting win. You know how they do all that. So that's three million dollars. Then that's boom. But you even kill the Pro Bowl, and you make it a DraftKings thing. Bam. But I need my check. So beep. Make sure I get my check, dog. It's in the mail. And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. This has been at Beep Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Jeanette in Southern California. Got Powell also in Southern California. And Stupak up in Detroit City. Thanks all for joining us. We will talk to you next time. You too, little Beep. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.